people are gonna think you got the clap. You clap that much. Yes. Wouldn't that be crazy if that was a side effect? <laughs> you just can't stop clapping. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it came from. Everyone would just know that you're you got it. Yeah. It would be Banging funny if there was something like that. That like it's something that you'd normally think you could hide it, but for whatever <laughs> reason, it's this one thing that just makes it so you can't. That'd be incredible. That one was like, oh look, he's got the clamp. Tried to hide <laughs> it, but he can't. Hello, welcome to Day One Patch Podcast. That's, 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 that's the, the introduction. Intro. <laughs> Cannot be. It got, it got to the point where, like, I was, I like, someone. I don't even know who was talking, but I went onto my phone and just started. Like, I literally clicked Facebook. It was like, oh, I'm just gonna browse for a bit because this conversation is gonna go on. All of a sudden, hello, everybody. Like, <laughs> oh, that's it now. We've had worse. Yeah. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Tim Spence is here. Yep. Cosmo Yeah. I didn't do anything. Adriano Petty. Hi. Matt Lawrence. Yo. How y'all doing? What a week it was. Was it? Oh, it felt pretty normal. I was how Yo. was your how was everyone's COVID week? COVID week fourteen. Oh, it was fine. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It, it I, flew by. Alright, alright. Let me ask you guys something. There's the pre COVID world. But are we in the COVID world or are we in the post-COVID world? Definitely COVID world. We're in the COVID. So we I haven't. Would say COVID, yeah. Okay, so we haven't reached post-COVID world. Yet. No, definitely no, not. That, that right. would be once. I'd, I'd say that's when the vaccine is is distributed. We're in the thick of it right now. All right, just because uh, I was asking somebody else that today, and we're trying to decide if we were in the COVID world or we we're in post-COVID are they, world. Are they saying like the initial outbreak is like the COVID? Maybe. And then yeah. everything's post after that? Yeah. <clears throat> well, actually, I think it there's a there's a perspective to it, right? Like, for example, New Zealand, they've completely lifted their lockdown, right? So you'd like, say they were post-COVID? I would say they're post-COVID. Um, America might even still be pre-COVID. Oh, like, yeah. It's literally still, <laughs> it's still rising. Yeah. They have, yeah. they account for one third of all the cases in the world and a quarter of the deaths. Should and we... they're only five percent of the world's population. Yep. Should, should we should we call it old world and new world? Like, sure. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds that. that sounds way cooler. We're in the post-apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah. Bingo, bango, bongo. I say we start the years over too. Mm-hmm. Start at one again. Yeah. We, we, nobody. We, no. We've had like we've had like plagues and crap happen. <laughs> like yeah, the, the years extreme. did not reset. They uh, have you? Do you guys watch the YouTube channel uh, in a nutshell? Kukazar? No, Kurt Yeah, yeah. They they have a series of videos arguing that we should re we should go to what like a more accurate numbering system for the for the um, for mm-hmm. calendar, and we should actually be in the year twelve thousand twenty. Is that like since the first recorded history or what? Yeah, yeah, since humans. Yeah. So there, since there's humans as we know them. Yeah. Every every year when like we hit the anniversary, but, but I mean technically Homo sapiens have been around longer than that. Yeah, but like humans, human settlement is roughly ten thousand right. years old. Right. So humans since agriculture, basically. Okay. I I don't mind that because that makes it sound a lot cooler actually than we've been yeah, around. Yeah, twelve thousand twelve thousand yeah. twenty is what we should be in. And then they they also like every year they sell off a calendar. Like you can buy mm-hmm. a twelve the year twelve thousand. I bought the calendar. I bought the twelve thousand eighteen calendar. Oh yeah. The art in it is really really cool. I think it's still under my bed actually. I didn't want to throw it away because it's so cool. Well, wait. Uh, how how long is it? How long does it take for a calendar to be useful again? What's the rotation like? Uh, about ten thousand years. <laughs> is it really? Oh, you mean like the actual like days are lining up again? Yeah, yeah. I, is, I don't know. Isn't it like 12, it may... 18 years or something like that? No, is yeah, that... Okay. I'm gonna Google it right now. <laughs> how long until I can use this calendar again? <laughs> just just mark her out the year and then put yeah. in the new year. That's funny. 
Any calendar repeats in a minimum gap of six years and a maximum gap of 40 years. Oh, that's okay. pretty significant. <laughs> I can be six, uh, 68 years old by the time I, I can be, use this calendar again. I could be completely ignorant here, but isn't the like the Jewish calendar like 5,000? Are we in your 5,000 something? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even okay. know humans were around for 10,000-ish years, so so there's that whole thing. My entire time scale is so screwed up. Like, half the time I feel like humans are, I'm like, well, yeah, like, like 30 years ago, I'm sure they didn't have cars or something. Like, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, like, up to some sort of antic. I'm like, yeah, they didn't have, like, lights. Like, who had lights? They had oil lamps. And then it's okay. like, you know, no, no, we had, like, coffee makers. Like, coffee makers? That was, like, 10 years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. so the, the, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, the year 2000 was only 10 years ago, right? <laughs> See, like, the, the times, the time scale, well, it's like my, wait. my, it's just warped. It's screwed up. 10 years or 20 years? 20, it, 10 years. It's the joke that everyone yeah. thinks that 2000 wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. But uh, so 1990 is the same distance away then as the year 2050. Oh, God. That's weird. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty nasty. I don't like that. Though, mm-hmm. so, the he- Hebrew calendar is in year 5,780. You are close. There you go. Welcome to our Hebrew calendar podcast. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us know what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Hebrew calendar, so you can't ask me anything. <laughs> you can ex- tell me everything, though. I know exactly one Jewish person. I'm pretty sure they don't speak Hebrew, so. But they're living in the year five thousand. More qualified people. Done. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Start a podcast. We'll just stop talking. <laughs> uh, so some of our top stories. I mean, the biggest news this week was the future of gaming presentation. Uh, did you all watch it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I also read here. I'll just get this out real quick. Uh, this was posted on Twitter by. Let's get her name here. Millie Amand, who is the YouTube uh, statistics manager, if her bio is to be believed, and she said that <laughs> she can confirm that yesterday's PS5 reveal event was the most watched gaming live stream in YouTube history. It surpassed all previous console reveals and E3 shows. How many is that, though? She didn't say. Like, keep in mind, like, it's also COVID. So people are home and we're there to watch it during the middle oh, wait, of the here day, we go. right? A total of 7.32 million people tuned in via YouTube. I mean, like, that how many launches, though? Hmm? Not how many people. Like, how many launches have been streamed on YouTube? Like, what's the no sample size of that? I like, it's no like, idea. oh, it's the most It's the most watched, but there were only three. Like, But even E3 shows, though. Just <clears> E3 and... E3's and... been dying for years, though. We all know that. It's still a milestone, all right? It is. It is. I'm not trying to belittle the accomplishment. Good, congrats, Sony. That is that is significant. YouTube is the number one social media platform. So that's the bulk of what we have uh, or we'll be covering today. We do have a couple stories. Potentially Query Corner. We'll see how long this gets. We'll get this is a special episode. 3,000 hours long. I don't, I don't want 3, to do 3,000 hours. <laughs> Isn't that like a couple months? Anyway. But we'll start off with what's new. So who wants to go first? Anyone? Tim? Um, you know what's funny actually is I mean the standard stream stuff, I'm still working through Twilight Princess. Um, but I actually for whatever reason last night I felt the urge to download Destiny 2. And so Is I, that because of the new stuff they're launching? I don't know anything about any news about Destiny. Okay. <laughs> I was literally just like I was look I was just scrolling through 
like I don't even know what it was. I don't know if I was looking on Steam or whatever, but I was just like, Destiny 2. Isn't that free to play now? It is. Hmm. Yeah, why not? I don't know. It's just been like a really long time since I played like a shooter. Mm-hmm. And I really you know what you know what it may have been? I really like I've always been a really big fan of Halo. And I mean, I have the Master Chief Collection, but it's pretty boring to play alone, like to play Halo games alone. And I was like, well, why don't I play like a game that's been made by Bungie? And I mean, with the publishing money of Activision and uh, online with other people, because like there's someone um, or there's a couple of people that I know that are like are still playing it like religiously. And I was like, well, at the very least, I have them to play with. So right. I just. Uh, installed it and i was actually gonna i was actually gonna get around to it this morning but i I ended up doing other things were you gonna like start a new character or i never played it oh it was your first time did you play the first one i played the beta for destiny but i never actually bought destiny Mm. so i was just feeling like jumping in i don't know i feel like i feel like destiny destiny is really fun in the beginning when there's a story because the actual gameplay is super smooth and the gun handling is really nice and mm-hmm. sounds good. Like it is a very well produced game and yeah, I didn't what, really experience um, many bugs either. That's what the people that, that, uh, that I know that play it are like, they're saying like, they're not really the kind of people that like grind to the end game super quick and do all that shit. Like they, they just like to like do like strike missions with, with friends and like go through and, uh, like just appreciate like the art design and like listen to the music and stuff like that. So, I'm not planning on like you know playing it for an extended period of time. I only have so much time for so many MMOs at once in my life. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I played a shooter, and it could be fun to like level up a character and just enjoy some of the environments and stuff. I do wish I had more staying power for me personally because uh, I I do like the game. It's just, yeah, when it gets to that end stuff, I'm not too interested in running raids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of drop off after that point. I think I that the strikes are its are its biggest are its biggest strength and its biggest weakness because, I mean, we dropped off pretty early, so I'm sure the landscape's totally different now with updates and all the rest of it. But strikes just seemed to land really weak, in my opinion. And a raid is very demanding. You... In the in the first game, you certainly had no matchmaking. In the second game, I can't remember. I don't think there was matchmaking for raids. So it's like you have to get everyone together. You got to pretty much know people or recruit them online, get everyone all together, then do the raid, hopefully be able to actually do it. If you have somebody or more than one person new to the raid, it's already hard as it is. So good luck getting through it. You have to clear out, like, I think our first, I think my one raid took eight hours of us trying. Oh, man. <laughs> and so it's like, I just don't want to... You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it. It's like, I'm with you, Ryan. Like, it's like the strikes are what I would like to do in the end game, where I just sort of do a very, like, a, a mission, and, but there needs to be more than just a few of those, and then the raids are those addition, but they're just too much investment. It's like, clear your Sunday and do the raid in Destiny, and I just, yeah. I just don't want to do that. Yeah, it's a big commitment. I mean, I used to love doing that and like, wow and stuff, but it's too much anymore. All right, uh, Matt. What are you? What's new for you? Uh, I've just been. I'm still playing Far Cry. Um, it, it. What's weird about it is I feel like I've played it a whole bunch, but then when I save, it's like eight hours. And I'm like, what the hell? I don't know. Weird. But I've been doing that. Uh, we did a bunch of the fas- fashion fashionot or fast or whatever they call it event in. 
That's finally and, over now, yeah. In, in Fallout 76, that's over. So I'm just sort of doing the dailies, doing the daily grind on there. Um, that game is kind of getting stagnant as well. Like, it's sort of like they did a big hurrah with Wastelanders. And even the Atomic Shop items, which are like premium items, so some people wouldn't even consider those content updates. Yeah. But, like, even those are kind of dropping off. Like, there are new ones, but it just doesn't seem as big. Yeah. So... I think it may be, this is probably the lull before the seasons though. Like it's to be expected, I would assume. So I don't know there. That game has a weird, that game has something weird where the dailies are really, really boring. They're super easy too. (laughs) They're super easy. Like yesterday it was like, go to the curator. Okay. Talk to him. He tells me to grab some bones. I grab some bones. I go to the, I go to the graveyard. I click a button, the bones go into a hole, I click another button, the dirt goes into the hole to cover it up, that's it. Buried with honor, there's your daily. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't feel very engaging, and there's no reason for me to say, go down south into the Cranberry Bog, into the really dangerous area, short of just farming items. I feel like more dailies or more activities should take you, especially at a high level, into those areas. But... I don't know. That game just feels like it's lacking something. Maybe Seasons is it. Maybe Seasons will be the thing that brings it back because you'll earn those score points or whatever I they're called. I definitely think Seasons is going to be at least some a, a boost to, to wanting to play it. I'll definitely, like, I'm definitely going to give it a go. Um, I'm just more so worried, I guess, with Seasons. Like, I'm more worried than excited about them. Maybe, mm-hmm. they're, maybe they're exactly what the game needs, and I can't really comment because none of us have tried it. But it's one of those things where seasons if they if it is indeed you know a hundred levels and an hour or two per level in the season a hundred hours in a in a 10 week span i believe is the length of the season is a lot as a lot of gameplay like that is a that's at least what two hours um a day if you're talking just weekdays Mm -hmm. it's just a lot to commit to and so i wonder if it's going to become maybe it is what the game needs if you're a person that's willing to commit to it. And I right. just don't know whether that's just too much. But I don't know. I, I mean, time will tell, I suppose. Uh, Adriano? Um, just more Hearthstone. Surprise, guys. I got into this new <laughs> game called Hearthstone. Let me tell you about it. Remember um, when you were trying to phase out of Hearthstone? I, I know. I know. It's not Are you still doing that? Is still, that's still on the table or no? What, me phasing it out? Yeah. No, I, it's, it's just here. It's just a part of me. It's just, it's just an absolute in my life. And that's just the way I have to, I have to deal with it. Um, besides that, uh, I have been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. I, I hit that pretty hard. Um, there are two events on right now, two separate events. Uh, one is uh, some Twitch stuff is up for grabs. And then there's a State of Decay 2 uh, ship pack, which is um, four things up for grabs: hull, mast, uh, wheel, and flag. Um, and you have to do four major challenges, one for each. I don't think I'll be able to complete one of them, but I can do the other three. So I'm, I'm working on that right now. Um, still playing some of my SNES emulator because I'm always playing something old. Um, Breath of the Wild, still going on that. Um, and then you, 
Ryan and I, uh, Ryan, you and I have, it's been a while since we've played some Borderlands, but yeah. I was hoping we could get back to that soon. Yeah. There's a third DLC pack that's coming out soon. And then we, uh, I, I bought it. I think Aaron bought it and I know you already had it, but we are going to try to do some, uh, Civ gathering storm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Which I think added Canada. Yeah, that's the first one I want to. I want to. I, I call Canada. I want to try that. <laughs> we should all. We should mod it so that we we're just, we're just all Canada. <laughs> Canada just conquers the world. One can be Quebec. <laughs> one can be Ontario. And then one can be North, the for the territories. And then uh, what would the last one be? Well, you could just do like there's what four of us. So you could just do each each coast if you want. So just choose like you know Yukon, Northwest Territories, or none of it. As the north, you could do like BC as your west coast. Do like I don't know, uh, PEI or something for east coast, and then just choose like Ontario, I guess, for the south. Yeah. So other than that, I haven't really played. Uh, I played some Minecraft Dungeons. I know you guys finished that on uh, uh, last week. Last stream we finished it. Yeah, last yeah. Wednesday. So um, kicking ass. Yeah, I kind of just play that whenever. I'm bored. I also started. I just I decided to download and just fire up again. Left for Dead. Um, I never played it on PC before. I've only ever played it on console, so I decided just to rip through it quickly on PC. But that's me. PC Left for Dead is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Uh, as for myself, um, I went to my condo in Hamilton for faster internet and I downloaded three games <laughs> while I was there. It's nice, isn't it? Having it's super really fast. nice. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, and I just got the download marker, uh, like the preload marker for um, The Last of Us Part 2. So that's All like right. six, six days away now. So um, we're gonna we're not going to hear from you for a couple days while you play that? Oh, no, you'll still hear from me. I'll just be playing it. Do you ever so there's a, there's a question actually. So is there a game in which you actually disappear or do you play every game in your like you kind of like to do shorter stints of a game, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm never I never had to like only play that all day. I'm never just tied down to just one game. When I was younger, I may have done that, but I wouldn't like disappear. I don't I've never taken a day off work either to 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 play a game. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm think, not gonna comment on that. I've taken days I, off work to, to watch <laughs> E3. Oh well, I, I've never, I don't I've know if that's worse or better. I've never done that. I've I think about like people say like, oh I take my birthday off and I just like stay at the stay home and I do nothing for my birthday and I and I like I've never even given that a thought. But <laughs> like I would just never consider to say I'm just gonna take my birthday off and do nothing. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe with maybe with COVID, maybe I maybe I will just do that. I'll just take a day off and yeah. I took a week off for Fallout 4. Didn't you also, also took a, also took a week off for 76? Yeah. All, right. All right, Matt, you win. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, I'm just waiting for The Last of Us. And I don't know if you guys saw the reviews, but they're pretty insane right now. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's either good or bad. Wait, what do you mean by insane? There are like, like tens across the board. They have 96% on uh, Metacritic. Uh, yeah, like it's insanely, insanely like people are are praising it the way they praised Breath of the Wild. 
are they praising Damn. but are they praising like they praised the last jedi and then we went to the theaters and then we realized what a hot mess it was i don't that's think so. that's what i'm worried about though like that this is going to overhype it um and it might not be as good as they're making it sound last of know, us like go ahead sorry i was just gonna say i follow a number of the um the cast and their close friends and colleagues and stuff on twitter and stuff and like they've they've expressed nothing but like extreme pride having worked on it and mm-hmm. stuff so i feel like there's like a really really strong sense of um of i don't know identity and like professionalism and product quality with this game it comes out the day after kayla's birthday and she loves the first one so i obviously know what i'm getting her for her birthday this year <laughs> Yeah, Last um, of Us is like. I'm sorry to interrupt again. I'm just going to interrupt now and, and keep no, talking. Ahead. You, you uh, interrupted last. No, actually, actually I'm going to start interrupting you guys. <laughs> no, no, excuse me. Um, I feel like Last of Us, and whether it is the second one or not, uh, I feel like Last of Us is one of those series that, it, you know, inevitably, when we see a three, four, and a five, or even a remaster or whatever we're going to see, it's one of those series that can very easily fall into the trap of them putting too much stock into the scenes. Like I feel like Last of Us is one of those. One of those games where even the first teaser made people go crazy, and all it was was Ellie playing guitar in like, in like a room. Yeah. And like Joe walking in. I feel like this series, maybe the second one didn't hasn't fallen into this trap with all these tens, but it so easily could make every single scene. They're like, yeah, this is like a pivotal moment, you know. It's one of those like it's one of those things that writers can get a hold of and be like, everything we write is a pivotal moment, sort of like The Walking Dead. I feel like Walking Dead writers never said that, but when I, as like a person who watched The Walking Dead till a few seasons ago, I kind of got the impression that they thought that everything they wrote was amazing. Well, and I so, mean, we, we saw it in The Talking Dead too, like, and they did have writers and like the creative team on there, and yeah, they would they would just nothing but praise on how great their writers were and and their character development. And then you watch the show and you're just like, what the heck were they watching? Yeah, this is like basic fucking. Just Everyone like has the same art. episode. For, for, it was yeah, an amazing episode. Yeah, first year film school writing. That's what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just reminds me of the um, the interviews that the cast did after season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, they're like, yeah. "Are you happy with how like everything turned out for your character?" And then it just like cuts to, um, like, you know, fucking, uh, Khaleesi's face, and she's just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the the Ben Affleck and Batman interview, same thing. <laughs> just like utter defeat and yeah. not yeah. wanting to be there at all. Yeah, they they put the sound of silence over over his uh, his face. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> I will suffer. say this about the Last of Us too, though, that this review embargo was a week before release. That's typically a sign that they know the game was good, and that the game is good. Because because a, a review coming out a week before release is kind of rare, as far as I can tell. Normally they try to if it's a bad game they'll like have it have the reviews embargo on the day it launches, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I've think... never I've, I've I've heard of I've heard of like the odd title having a month, but I've oh, never geez. like I, I've heard of that. I'm I can't remember what game it was. It was like back on like 360, but that's when I first like started learning about embargoes. But I didn't I've never really known what the standard was other than that releasing something releasing the review or the having the embargo date right on release is usually a bad sign. Mm-hmm. So I think they're pretty confident with it, and they spent—I don't know how long it's been—a uh, 
seven years. That, yeah, six, six or seven, six or seven years. years. So that probably gives you enough time to make a good game, I think. I would hope that, so. That's kind of like Rockstar times, you know. It is, yeah. I was going to say, didn't they, didn't someone say, I mean, this could be complete hearsay at this point, but like, didn't somebody say that um, they started work on the second one, like, only a couple of months after the first one came out? I feel like maybe Ashley Johnson said something like Neil called her like three months later and was like, let's get back in the booth kind of thing. Was that for the DLC, though, or I don't know when they did mm, that. That's a good point, actually. Maybe I'm getting that confused. I could be wrong, too, though. But anyway, um, I'm excited. I can't wait. But let's e- hop into the... I'm excited ahead. for you. I'm oh, excited you. that you're excited. Thank you. Uh, let's hop into our very first story here. So, yeah, there was the future of gaming which was Sony's kind of, it was kind of, I guess, an E3 presentation. They showed a bunch of their new games. But the biggest thing uh, they showed was the, we finally got a look at the actual box of the PS5 itself. And it had a very unique uh, design. I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. I'm loving all the memes that have come out of this. It's fantastic. Well, <laughs> me, and Mar- me and Marty were talking about this. Did Did they make a unique design knowing it would kind of catch on and become a meme. To me, it feels like one of those things that was like, it's almost satire in how like air quotes futuristic it's Mm -hmm. trying to look. Right. But at the same time, like their whole thing with it is like, it's the future of gaming. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I, when I first saw it, I was like, wow, that is horrendously ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but I mean, you know, it's it's kind of grown on me a little bit in the last 24 hours. But, I kind of you know. I kind of got the impression that it was uh it was more of a display piece than a console or at least was trying to be. They had mentioned that somebody had said something uh to one of the uh, press outlets that they wanted it to like fit in your living room and like to look like a thing in your living room or something like that. I don't like that, the wings on it though. That does not match anything in my living room. This is this is clearly just the early ugly one for them to get out of the way, and then they're going to just introduce the slim in a year, and then like the more refined <laughs> version. They already have two and, versions though, and eh? push that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's another thing. They have one with the baby bump uh, disc drive on it. Yep, and then one that's a digital edition. And I'm hoping that means the cost will be slightly less, even if it's like fifty bucks less, would be nice. It is an ultra. It is an like a UHD hard drive, right? So it could be like quite a bit less, fifty, seventy-five bucks, something like that. That'd be nice. Uh, I don't like the look of the one with the, the the disc drive. You don't like because of the disc drive itself? No, just I don't like the look of. It's not like I like the symmetrical look mm, of the gotcha. digital edition. Compared mm-hmm. to that weird kind of big hump, it's like pretty obvious that they designed the symmetrical one first, and then we're just like, <laughs> all right, now how do we throw a disc drive in this thing? Now, do you, do any of you guys have your consoles upright? No, uh, they my, always show these upright. My PS3 and my 360 are upright. Um, everything else is everything else is laying down. Oh, you know what? Yeah, when I had my 360 out, I actually did keep it upright. Yeah. Now that I think about that. Yeah, that's weird. And the only reason I did that was because the entertainment unit that it was in at my mom's place was like a square hole where the TV was, and the only way the Xbox could fit was vertically. Mm-hmm. You know what? That that 360 Slim was actually a pretty good design. 
I, I yeah, like, rather enjoy that. Is that. A, that is a really good-looking console. I, I, if I recall, I think it made like a different noise depending on which orientation I had it in. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know like the, the Star Wars ones had a like had an R2 sound when he fired it up. But actually... Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it didn't have the 360 sound. See, I regret not buying that one. And there's a couple other consoles I regret not buying. That's why you should buy them. Buy them all every time. Well, that the Last of Us one is sold out. Like I can't find it anywhere. Mm. So I, that I think that one's lost. I don't think I'll be able to get that one. I, the, thing, I, the thing with those consoles though is like if they break, which is like not out of the realm, if you can't get that back. That's why you don't use it. You just leave it as a set piece. I I, des- I desperately try to get the Gran Turismo controller. Not even the console. I would have just settled for a controller. Couldn't find one. So along with this reveal, they also showed off some accessories, which was kind of odd i guess but maybe they're just like this is the family of devices you can have you know i think i think i think you said it ryan um but everything looked better together yes like it looked it looked uniform and nice yeah so they had the headset they had a media remote control and then they had a camera which is obviously for their like move controllers and Mm. their um, psvr Uh, was there was there anything that in the showcase that you wanted to see that you didn't see the back of the console the actual mm. OS. Ah. That's oh right. yeah, that's a big one. That's a big yeah. hole in it. it yeah. There was a part in the video where it looked like we the, saw a taste of it. The the controller where it said yeah. press the button. I thought, like, yeah. oh my god, they're actually going to show us the UI. But yeah, like, I, I definitely thought. I desperately want to know how they're going to clean it up and actually, like, Am I, I, I want I want to know the party system. I want to know how game management works and any like like file management. That's what I'm really curious about. I, I was wondering you those, if they uh, were going to show us some VR stuff, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Now that might Actually, be in a, that might be in a later dedicated one. They might not have the wide mm-hmm. audience for that. Does it have that HDR stuff? Will it require the little box? That, no, that's gone. That that doesn't exist anymore in the PSVR 2.0 or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or wait, sorry, it might exist for normal PS4. I don't know if you need it with the PS4 Pro. But uh, I mean, for PS5, like, what's the status with that? Still doesn't need it. Yeah, if it does, that'd be fucking bonkers. It should really be in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about it. I haven't been tracking it. No, oh, I thought someone was gonna say something. Nope. I had heard some someone start to say something. But... All right, so yeah, that was the console. Uh, that was pretty exciting. They saved that for last, um, which was I think we were all kind of expecting. Although I, I think I did predict they weren't gonna show it, right? Yeah, I think I told uh, you that, HR. Yeah, we were chatting, and you said, yeah. I don't think it and i'm like okay maybe not and then they yep. had these these weird little graphics in between everything and they kind of just like revealed it in there did you see I, I don't know if this was like a tease or not but they had all those weird like little balls that were like mm-hmm. strobing and stuff and it was in the shape of an xbox one uh, or an xbox series x at least had that tall rectangular look mm-hmm. oh really and i was like oh my god did they design the same console that would be so good. I was joking with a friend as we were both watching it live when they were showing all the like warbling like black and blue mm-hmm. balls and stuff. I was like, that's the console right there. Yeah. That's it. It's <laughs> oh, just no. it's just a series of balls. New nano gel technology. <laughs> nano gel <laughs> balls. <laughs> yeah. Nano machines. What if it looked just like the the Series X but it was white and had a PlayStation logo on it? I would I would purposely <laughs> buy both of them and keep them side by side. Those two together would be an awesome set piece. It is funny how Xbox has gone black and PlayStation has gone white. They've just and sort of swapped. 
according to some people online who have like size compared all the consoles based on the size of the USB port. Oh, it's that, massive. That bugged me that the USB slot is like in the center of the console. Yeah. And they're like, when they were showing it like standing up, I was like, why did they put a port in the fucking center of the front plate? And if you have like you're, a hard drive or something plugged a, in there, it's going to be hanging off. a cable off hanging off the front of your console. It's going to look terrible. <laughs> Who did that? It's dumb. Well, hopefully the DualSense controller lasts longer so you don't have to charge it as much. Yeah, well, you have that, that. That's a really nice charge dock. It oh, was they showed nice, off that as well, yeah. right? Yeah, they show that. That is a super nice charge dock, and they definitely. And it's not. It's not left to the third parties either. Clearly, this time. Hmm. I mean, I have a third party charge dock for my PlayStation controller, so I actually don't know what the battery life is on a PS4 controller these days. Horrible. Mine are always charged up, but oh, the the PS4 controller is fucking garbage. Horrible. I have a I have a brand new one out of the box. I've been using it for a couple months, and it just the battery just fucking sucks on it. It's been so long think since it, I had a PS4 controller die on me. Oh my god! It doesn't. I don't think it sucks. I think it the, it sucks in in relation to three, but three was like more than more than over extant like outstanding. It was really really good battery life. Out of the DualShock threes, DualShock four, you can get like a six plus hour PlayStation. No, in. you cannot. I promise I can. you. Absolutely, I, absolutely. I, I promise you, you can't. I think you can too. I, absolutely. I, 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 I will say that I would not bring a bring my controller to a friend's house without the charge cable, as I would with the DualShock three. But I'm not afraid to be like, damn, this thing's gonna die soon. According to Digital Trends, the DualShock 4 lasts four to eight hours. There you go. Six hours is in there. Uh, so we didn't get a price or a release date, but Sony did say apparently after uh, the presentation that they will be announcing price and additional details for PlayStation 5 at a later date via a press release. Well, so, we got we got game we got game release dates, so we we have a window at least for this thing. <laughs> like, so, Ryan, you're sold on the digital edition. Oh yeah. Okay, we're no matter what. Yeah. Matt, assuming the prices are the exact same, let's assume that they don't adjust for price on either model. Which one are you getting? Disc drive for sure, hundred percent. Tim, you said you're not even going to probably get a PS5, or if you were to get not one. not in the first year, mm -hmm. I don't think, but. Um, the uh, I'm, let, I'm, let the early uh, defects go out the assembly line first. Well, I just I feel like I just don't need it. Like I'm not going to buy a, a six hundred seven hundred dollar console for a couple of games. Mm -hmm. um, as much as I would really love to to play Spider Man and uh, fucking um, Ratchet and Clank, you know, him and three. I don't really care about Ratchet and Clank that much. Oh, you I, 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 I never see, really the, the the only thing I would be concerned about are the. <clears throat> PlayStation exclusives like Spider-Man. If I cared about Ratchet and Clank, I would care about Ratchet and Clank. Uh, but I'm almost hype enough about Demon Souls. Almost, but, but like, de but Demon Drop. But Demon Souls on. is going to come to the other to the other consoles and the other platforms. So, do we know that for sure? It's very. I can't. It, it is likely that it, it is, will. Yeah, like it, it's not. It, I'm waiting for the confirmation to say that yeah, it's going to come. It too. was a it was a PlayStation exclusive back in the day. I could see them hanging on to it. Wait, Demon Souls was? Yeah, I did not know that. I thought, I thought it was for I, yeah. sure on Xbox. I thought there nope. was an Xbox one. Nope, Dark oh. Souls was the first one on Xbox. Fuck. Oh. All right. Well, so like, I'm going to I'm going to try to do the same thing. I'm going to try to go PC as long as possible and. If I do buy a console, I would probably actually buy a Switch if anything, because that would that's the that's where the 
the least crossover happens yeah when it comes to first party stuff so yeah i'll always i'll always buy nintendo stuff for sure um nintendo hardware is but typically some of the best i've ever used to there are honest. some things that would make me pull the trigger on it and i guess we'll wait till we go through this massive list of games to grand I'll, I'll turismo some of the smaller ones um i'll mention them but i mean we'll just kind of talk more about the the bigger titles here mm-hmm. well, uh, to throw so, yeah. in to throw in a comment just before we jump in there um i would say that the ps5 and the xbox series x is actually the actually the most viable console upgrade if you just are looking to replace your other console because it is literally just like an updated computer, whereas the PS2 to 3 and then 3 to 4 were like actually massive jumps. This is just like a more modern version of the PS4. Like I'm actually replacing my PS4 because my PS4 runs like crap and the Bluetooth only reaches like 3 or 4 feet. <laughs> like it literally yeah. needs to be replaced as an example. Whereas when I was getting rid of my 360, like the 360 was was a clunker. Like the disk drive didn't open right. <laughs> like the it was on a 20 gig hard drive. It was slow. Oh god! It didn't have Wi-Fi. Like my my model didn't have Wi-Fi. Matt, it, let me. Everything you're describing about your 360 is the exact setup of my 360 that I still currently use. Occasionally. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's still a media box. You could yeah, really absolutely. realistically use it, yeah. but it, but it, it's like. At this point, it's like I literally need a PS5. It just—it's time to let this. I've used the PS4, <laughs> like it's done. All right, let's hop into the games. The first new game coming to PS5, brand new Grand Theft Auto 5 announcement. Oh, Ooh, brand new GTA. That was this the was biggest disappointment of the entire not a, show. Definitely not a 2012 game that's being re-released in yeah. 2021. <laughs> Man, nope. after that fucking announcement, Skyrim started trending on Twitter because yeah. they were like, oh, there's GTA 5. Can't wait to see Bethesda sink their claws into the PS5 with Skyrim on the fucking new consoles. There was one of the games that the trailer started by showing some like mountain in like a forest. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Skyrim. <laughs> no, that was Demon Souls. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I think that was Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, when I first saw the Rockstar logo, too, I got kind of excited. But then it was GTA yeah. 5 and... Uh, it said PS4 in the top left. And yeah, I was utterly confused. I'm like, I'm like, did, did, did I time travel here? Am I watching the old reveal? Yeah. So I thought they were. I honestly thought they were doing like running old commercials first mm-hmm. before the new like announcements. And I was like, and then they started saying like, they just showed everything for for Grand Theft Auto, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then at the end, it was like re re reimagined on the PS5, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? yeah this is coming to the ps5 uh, the new version will feature enhancements and will be expanded and it's coming in 2021 with uh gta online freed all ps5 owners is that correct yeah and all ps5 owners uh you get some get a, a million dollars cash every month on ps4 yeah. until it comes out yeah do you know how much that means nothing to like probably most people watching that conference right <laughs> it seemed like a lot to me because i don't play it so i have no context it's but just this... like a game that was on 360 that we all used to play on 360 coming to ps5 that's great it's a games as a service thing but i don't think it needs to be front and center yeah but but i think they wanted to get the ps4 thing out of the way before everything else was ps5 I suppose that's true, but I don't even know if it needed more than like a tweet, like a, like a, just a tweet, a tweet and some articles. I don't know. It took down freaking Epic uh, Game Store. 
it's a it's a popular thing, man. So the fact that it's, that is coming to it's it's also coming to Series X as well. Um, but uh, they're clearly making a ton of money off this, and I'm I'm surprised they don't just make online free forever for everyone. That's interesting, they, right? They probably like, make so much money off of it just with the shark cards and whatnot. Yeah, that would probably be a good move. All right, so let's get into the actual PS5 section. The very first thing they showed off was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, boy. This is pretty exciting. Um, now, it needed some clarification after the fact. Uh, and I even heard people speculating about this, even just watching it, um, saying that this might not actually be the sequel to Marvel's Spider-Man, which we got mm-hmm. back a couple of years ago. And they did clarify that this is more of a expansion, but it is a standalone title. So it's an expansion to the original Spider-Man game. I'm guessing they just mean it's an expansion of the story, but it is a game in its own right. Yeah, and it's 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 going to be taking advantage of the PS5, obviously. Yeah, and you play as Miles Morales, and you're still in New York and stuff. I'm pretty excited for this. The, the Spider-Man game was great, so it in, was really in, good. In holiday season, is is like the most exciting thing for me. Yeah, and uh, Marty pointed out that they said, "Yeah, this is launching holiday season. This like this could be a launch title." Yeah, I'm thinking it's launch title. So that's and cool. and it's in the winter in the game as well, which is even oh, is more really? exciting to yeah you you saw him like flipping through and there were people in coats and there was snow falling. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool, then eh? The particle effects are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. It's going to look really good. That game already looked like the first one, Marvel Spider Man, already looked really good. And that game came out not it seems like not that long ago, but it's already been like what two years? Two yeah. years. Probably, yeah, I think so. I think it was like September 2018, I think. Time we get the old retirements going, eh? Yep. <laughs> I guess so, I don't know. <laughs> it's a feeling old, man. Jeez, two years. Uh, I just want to double check that, actually. Yeah, September 7th, 2018. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yep, retiring tomorrow night, boys. Come to my retirement oh. party. Congrats. <laughs> I won't be there because it's COVID, but have fun. All right, next up, uh, this one's for Adriano. Gran Turismo 7. Yeah. <laughs> if, now, there's, it, if there's one thing to get me to buy a PS5 out of the gate, would be Gran Turismo. Man, when I was watching, <laughs> when I was watching that. I pulled up my phone because I was watching the YouTube stream that I think Gamespot was streaming, and as Gran Turismo was going, the whole chat was just going F F F F F F F F. Take the L. Take the L. Take the L. <laughs> Man, they hated it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe they thought it wasn't like as impressive as they were expecting. It didn't look that good. It the the footage they showed did not. Was probably they probably should have given that a second thought. That menu it, section was horrible. They showed like a tutorial part. No, that no, that's the game. <laughs> no, that, that I, that I, I promise you. I I promise you. What are you talking about? Like the map with the with the cursor. There was I don't know if it, I can't remember what that if that was the part but the thing I'm talking about was they were about to go into their garage or something to tour their car but there was a little pop up and there was like a woman there and it had like you know she was talking to you it looked kind of looked like a tutorial bit and it was like oh this is where you view your cars or something like that and I was like wait a sec are they like showing like li- like actually live gameplay right now and then it yeah. just cut to another piece and I was like that was a weird part to put into a freaking promo yeah but like like the a lot of the GT games there's a lot of there's a constant tutorial kind of going on no matter what like you could be playing that game for hours or dozens of hours and you can go into a new menu and they will always give you some sort of piece of tip or tutorial or advice in your face like there it just constantly happens it is 
like like navigating a transfer uh, Gran Turismo game is not so much as playing a game. It's almost like there's a whole separate OS on top of the console, like running it. Like it, fe- it feels like it's a completely different <laughs> application. Like like you have you have a full cursor system and like a social network system and like it is it is its weird its own weird thing. About time to change over to the old Forza. I've tried. Myself. I've absolutely tried. I nope, not I can't. Uh, it I I do like my simulator racing games, and Project Cars is a little too simulator for me, and Forza even uh, what's the Forza Horizon Horizon what's the other one Forza Motorsport. Yeah, motorsport motorsport would be the closest thing to gt right yeah yeah Yeah. even that is too arcadey for me wow Wow. yeah you want like a weird middle ground between uh what was that one you mentioned i uh uh, project Project cars project cars cars and motorsport which is gran turismo there you go yeah so what didn't do this game justice was the stream being at 1080 um 1080p uh, yeah Good old 720. Now, they did upload, and I even sent Adriano a, a little clip. Um, they uploaded footage after the fact, and it looked incredible. Uh, you, they're definitely using the ray tracing, I think, because mm-hmm. some of the oh, reflections yeah. off the cars looked incredible. So that might be actually be a game to see in person. One thing I noticed a lot across almost all of the trailers was they were really showing off both bright and dark environments. Mm-hmm. Like, they are really showing off the lighting that's uh that's possible with the ps5 yeah uh next one matt you're a big uh, ratchet and clank fan oh man so what did you think about ratchet and clank uh rift apart so a uh, little bit of a funny backstory to this marty kept saying that i should watch it and i didn't know whether that meant it was bad or good because i hadn't seen the conference yet i watched it a few hours after it had aired originally and uh when i first saw the ratchet and clank bit it showed him running consistently forward and i thought it was an endless runner Oh. <laughs> and I literally like had the message typed to Marty. I was like, you son of a bitch. This is a fucking run game, isn't it? And then they were like, no, 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 full adventure. And I was like, oh, thank God. But it, that game looks, that game is fucking awesome. Like that is a console seller for me, if anything. So one of the cool things about that, that trailer and that game is that you're kind of going through these portals into new worlds. And that might be showing off the power of that SSD that Sony's talking about. Did, did anyone else notice the slight slight hiccup when he was transitioning from from world to portal back to world no i did i did yeah just, it's just like the slightest little little hiccup it and was, I'm like it I was think, like yeah like a fifth of a second yeah and 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 i think portal. i think that was the 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 system kicking in saying hey we're going to take this character from this fully rendered world and just toss him into this other fully rendered world <laughs> I noticed it, but I was like, okay, that's just like, that, honestly, it kind of made it seem more um, genuine, genuine to me. Yeah. That it was just like, they're not, they're not faking anything. Like this mm-hmm. is actually how it's running. Yeah. And a fifth of a second, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when that would have been a loading screen, like yeah. rift and load. Yeah. All right. Now go like at, at least like a five or 10 second load screen. Yeah. Now, is this a sequel to any of them or even that they redid one, right? Is that right? So that, that that's the interesting thing. So there was the first one, the second one going commando, third one up your arsenal and then onward. And then they kind of rebooted kind of with the, the series <laughs> with the movie yeah. with with uh, just Ratchet and Clank. But I don't know whether this is canon with the old stuff because there's like when it when it hit PS3, it was Ratchet and Clank Future. And mm-hmm. I believe it went up to 
I want to say a crack in time, but I think it went another one after that. And then there was also into the Nexus, which is a shorter one, I believe. Mm. Um, this is I'm remembering like back in PS3. So I don't know whether it would be that universe because I can't I like I don't know whether the canon like the movie canon is like another thing. Is it like oh this is Ratchet and Clank the movie, not Ratchet thought, and Clank the game? You know, I thought I thought the movie was. See, I I from what I remember of the narrative of the movie, it was somebody telling the story of the first game like like the framework is somebody just saying oh this is what happened during this and so any inconsistencies or liberties taken with it is just treated as is somebody misremembering something and the error is done on the part of the person and not of the story well, the the first and and I'm remembering this from back in PS2 when I played it originally. So if I'm incorrect, I mean I'm incorrect. But from from my recollection as a kid playing through the first two, so literally Ratchet and Clank, and then going Commando, mm-hmm. where those two was very much Ratchet and Clank were alone. Um, they were sort of doing things and saving the world and everything else. And Captain Cork was there. He's like a goofy superhero slash TV star slash whatever. But he was there, and there were other characters. But there wasn't really like or at least it wasn't prominent. There wasn't like an established Galaxy Rangers or whatever. But in the fir- in the third one, up your arsenal, you actually join them and you're on their ship and that's like a big thing where you're a part of this like Galaxy Ranger team or whatever they called it and it's like they rescue the galaxy and crap and Cork's a part of it and there's a- there's other people that have special skills. Um, in the first one, Reimagined, that's like a big prominent part within the first like 20-30 minutes. Where it's like the Galaxy Rangers are visiting us, and then Ratchet goes and visits them, because that's mm. like his dream. So it's almost like as if they took the first three or four, because the fourth one is, eh, and they like squished it together to say like, all right, the Galaxy Rangers are already existing. R- Ratchet becomes the part of the Galaxy Rangers. Blah 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 blah. You know, and then it's like, okay, now we'll go. Now we'll now we'll now we'll play. We won't have a slow intro. Just because uh, of the chase kind of intro. According to the what source? According to an IGN article, it is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is a continuation of the 2016 reimagining Ratchet and Clank. There you go. There you go. I'd say that both, makes are, both are true to the series. Like it's totally like, yeah, fine. Yeah, and exactly. Like I think I think the the way the way that I remember Ratchet and Clank for on uh, 2016 and the movie is that it's just somebody documenting the events of the first one so like it's just kind of the this is what happened and then seeing how it goes uh matt you successfully listed off the first three games in order ration yeah. clank going commando and up your arsenal what yeah. is the next one after that Let's deadlocked okay then there's another one where i'm not sure where it fits it's psp title called size matters okay there's another psp title called secret agent clank, agent clank yeah. and uh, then there's future tools of destruction and then there's like Age of Booty. That's in there somewhere. That's a shorter one. Then there's Ratchet and Clank. Quest for Booty. Quest for Booty. Then there's uh, a Crack in Time, like Future mm-hmm. or Crack in Time. Mm-hmm. I think there's another one, but I can't remember that one. Uh, there's a, there's Into the Nexus. That's in there somewhere. And then there's Full Frontal Assault, which is a which is a uh, it's sort of like a, a tower defense game, but in Ratchet and Clank style. So there's that one. That's on Vita and PS3. And then. There's the new one, I believe okay. that's it. So oh wait, you know. no, there's all four one. I don't count that as a game. Don't play it, it's bad. 
Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Ratchet and Clank going commando up your arsenal. Dead. Uh, deadlocked. Size matters. Tools of destruction. Secret agent Clank. Quest for booty at Kraken time. Then all for one. And then there's a collection released of the of the of the early ones. Then full frontal assault into the Nexus. The 2016 reimagining. And now ripped apart. I had oh, no man. fucking idea. There were so many Ratchet and <laughs> yeah. Clank games. Holy hell. I played I them all. There were, I thought there were like maybe, <laughs> like maybe five yeah, games. Yeah, I was I was along <laughs> that line. I'm like, oh yeah, there's the three, the, the three big ones. Which <laughs> the three gets, big ones. Which, which, yeah. every, which everyone gets hooked on. And then the shitty two continuations from some other studio that probably killed the series. And then the remake. Out, and yeah, now, now this new one. Yeah, now this is the big comeback. But no, like they fucking. <laughs> it's like it 10 out. or 11 games. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> This is. Uh, fucking hell. It's very I never, overwhelming. I never had a PS2 or PS3 like when they were like popular and live. I, I was, was always Xbox, so I I missed completely a lot of like Sony, um, Entertainment Studios titles. I was uh I was more Spyro. That was uh early Spyro games for me. So what I, about I, I, Crash I, Bandicoot? I like Crash Bandicoot. I Whoa. fucking I fucking hate the remake. The remakes are so goddamn bad. But really, I, I, I oh my god. I've, I thought they were awesome. Go play the They're first one hard. with a controller and then go play the remake with the controller and you will see how badly they fucked up the controls. I know that people like they obviously remade remade the controls and stuff and they like they changed some of the models for things. So there's like that one level in the first one, right? Where you're running across that like bridge that's collapsing mm-hmm. in the mist and people would always just like to jump onto the rope. Yeah. And then just run along the rope the whole way because on the PS2 or the PS1 um the rope would just be like a flat model and you could just run across it but now because of like the technology of the ps4 they made the rope actually round so like people couldn't cheese it like that because every time you jump since it's like perfectly it's not perfectly flat you like shift a little bit to one side because it's round and you slide off and people are like oh this game is fucking broken i am nah bro it's just harder i have played a lot of platformers and i will say that the new crash bandicoot fucking cheats the player Go back and play the original ones and beat those games to to their in their entirety, and then go and play the remake. And you say there's something fundamentally wrong with the controls in this game. I don't know. I played those ones back in the day. Like I didn't have a PlayStation, obviously, but played it at friends' places and stuff. And I enjoyed them then. And then I played the remake, and I really enjoyed the remake. The second, like first one, is definitely the best of the remakes. The second one is eh. The third one's pretty. Never even like, got good. This, never go even got to the second one. I I I tried giving that. I bought that game twice, PC and PS4. It just oh, wow. it fucking I couldn't do it. It's like this yeah. is a genuinely bad game. No, oh, I enjoyed it. Uh, fun fact: uh, the voice of Ratchet is also the voice of Obi Wan in the Clone Wars. Damn. <laughs> that is uh, a fun fact. You should throw that in the in the Letterman fun facts book. No, the, that one's full of fake fun facts. Damn it. Mine was a real fun fact. <laughs> All right. Um, I only mentioned this one because Adriano thought I would like this game uh, called Project Athia. Athia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Square Athia. Enix and Luminous Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't see too much of it. It was a pretty short little teaser. It's definitely a teaser. Yeah, yeah. Had some werewolf-like creatures, um, some sort of flying section. Looks Coming cool. exclusively to PS5. I, I wonder if that's timed exclusive. Yeah, um, there's been a couple uh, third-party games that are like they said were exclusive, and we don't know whether that means timed or um, forever. So. Yeah, like like Square, like unless PlayStation has some sort of control over Luminous Productions, I seriously doubt this is going to be a lifetime. Well, Square Enix is a is a Japanese uh, publisher as well, so um, Xbox does not do too well in 
Japan. I don't no, it does not. <laughs> yeah. So. There's only a couple hundred thousand. Oh, there you go. There. Done. Square Enix later clarified on Twitter that it would also be coming to PC. Oh, okay. But not Xbox, right? So it had console exclusive. Ah. Uh, that's Done. the same with uh, Deathloop. That's coming to PC and PS5. There you go. Uh, we, had, we also saw a game called Stray, which was pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that one. I, I'm actually as... really interested in this one. The oh, robot focused, uh, where you play the cat. Oh, yeah, 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 the cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where humans have died off yeah. and cats Man, are still in abundance. I was, I was going to say, I saw the... I, I was making... I was actually making dinner at the time that this was going on while Stray was going. And I kept looking over and seeing these like big grandiose environments and this cat like walking through every once in a while. And my first thought was immediately like, you play the cat 100% because they're trying to make like not a big deal of this cat in this environment. And I was like, 100% you play the cat. My question is, what do you do in this game? You clean your balls and then you go and poop <laughs> and then you go and chase some mice and then you take a nap. And then that's it's uh... actually a misconception. Cats actually don't really chase mice that much anymore. Anymore, they gave up on that. Eh? Yeah, because they can just get fed by their humans. Exactly. Yeah, I have a crazy theory based on what I saw in the th- in the thing. The game so theory? I saw a bunch of yeah, game theory, a game theory. Um, <laughs> Thanks God. for which. God damn it, Matt. <laughs> but it, so on all the, I was watching the um, the trailer and there was like all the graffiti and one of them said "rip humans," and I was wondering like. Is that because the humans died off or did the humans die? Because what I actually thought it was going to be was it's following this cat and then this cat like hops in an apartment or something and there's a human in there. So I want to know, like, are you some sort of like robotic cat that's controlled by a human or something crazy? Because why, what else would you do? Like there didn't seem to be anything else living in this universe. Except for this cat. And I don't even know if the cat was fully... Like, it could be some crazy cybernetic thing. So, it could be something crazy like that. Where there's, like, one human left. And the robots actually killed them off. They didn't just die off. But if they wrote, rip humans, then who wrote that that message? <laughs> but it but it, it was graffitied, though, which is interesting. It's not like there was a memorial to humans. They graffitied it. Which is something that humans do. Actually, Cats had a big showing in this uh, Future of Gaming press conference. <laughs> there was Did another they... game with a cat, uh, like a weird like hologram cat. You remember that one? Oh. Um... Like this, the spaceman came, and there's the little girl. Oh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, out yeah. on that entirely. Like that, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I think I was watching that, and Kayla came out, and she's like, is this like a Death Stranding sequel? Ke- yeah. Kena, Kena, Kena Bridge of Spirits? No, it's not that one. That's the like adorable one with the little girl that like has the animal compan like compatriots and stuff. Because that because that game, I'm like, okay, I kind of actually want to play this one. Uh, yeah, Keen looks good. Next up, we have Returnal, which I do not like the name of. It's a terrible name. It's I one honestly... of those smashed together things. Yeah, I definitely thought that it was going to be called Cycle, not Returnal. <laughs> I was like, Returnal, more trendy than Cycle. Yeah, if I saw it, I'll bet you, like, I guarantee you that like. There will be articles written about that game that will say excellent concept, terrible name. <laughs> yeah, do, do not judge it on its name, but the concept. I, I honestly like the concept because well, I'm a big fan of roguelike games, and it seems like mm. it's going to be really roguelike. It was made by Housemark, and if you don't know who they are, they made the uh, Rezogun game. Rezogun, oh shit! So, Aaron's favorite. 
<laughs> it's pretty <laughs> pretty different from that at least that is extremely different um you, you, it features a crash landing like it was, i guess it was an astronaut right yeah mm-hmm. uh, landing on the alien planet uh where they keep reliving the same events including her death over and over again the uh, the planet however changes every time she dies i i found the game interesting and i liked what i saw until i saw the actual combat I don't recall like really what it was. Shooter? Yeah, it was very, it was very just jumpy kind of hack and slash third person shooter, and it that's where look, that's where it fell apart for me. It did look a little unpolished mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it looked it looked like it lacked a certain flair. It looked um, it looked like the movement and the the kind of cadence of it looked like Resogun, just the way it kind of <laughs> she darted back and forth. I um I, I I feel like at this point we can't really judge games by their fucking like announcement yeah like new generation announcement trailers because man i the whole time that i was watching this i was like how many of these games are we even actually gonna see because how many times did we see games that were like announced mm-hmm. on like a ps4 like release trailer like the whole console coming out and they're like here's some games coming to the ps4 next generation and like half of those games didn't even come out yeah or like came out like eight years later so like <laughs> I'm not holding my breath on the any um, of these titles. The actual astronaut, the uh, character is that. Uh, what's your face from Game of Thrones? Who? Oh, the tall um, from Star Wars as well. Yeah, Phasma. Oh. Uh, I don't remember her name in. Uh, it's, it's fucked up that I know her name from Star Wars, but not from Game of Thrones. Um, but you know who well, I'm talking Phasma's about. Right? A, Phasma's a pretty memorable name. Be, do you, you think that's her? Gwendolyn Christie. No, I don't. You don't answer? No. Maybe inspired, but I don't... I don't. Although it could be. I, I don't know. Uh, next on the list here, we got Sackboy, A Big Adventure. This was kind of surprising to see Sackboy make a comeback. Also known as Mario 3D World on PS4. <laughs> yeah. I like the look of this. I, I was a big Little Big Planet fan. Well, how can you um, not? It's just Mario 3D World. <laughs> So, like it's li- like uh, all of like a lot of the puzzles and stuff. I was like, "That's from Mario 3D World. That's from Mario 3D World. Oh, that's new. That's I from mean, Mario 3D World." Sony did copy PlayStation All Stars from from Smash. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever, right? Like it's it's. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. I've just never been a huge fan of the aesthetic of the Little Big Planet games. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't it. know. It's it's like it's definitely like super charming and stuff, but just something about it just kind of puts me off. I've I like really seeing these more like. Games kind of family friendly type games too because i feel like we've kind of lost that and i remember some of these games from the the ratchet and clank i played when i was a kid and it's Mm -hmm. good good to see that come back i like seeing the sackboy game uh i wonder if there'll be a new like crash bandicoot game on the ps5 like something like actual crash bandicoot yeah not like spinoff that's that's up to activision i guess right yeah what are your thoughts Uh, matt on the uh, on the female what are they called lombax is that what his race is called he's a lombax yeah lombax yeah Excited to play a, a a girl Lombax. I am actually thinking that that is indicative of, and this is a series spoiler. Uh, R- Ratchet is frequently supposed to be, although gets disproven a few times, the last Lombax. I was gonna say, isn't he supposed to be like a super rare? He's like so uncommon? he's supposed to be the last one, and then as you play the games, you kind of find the odd other one. I think. That the Lombaxes survived in the alternate universe, and their planet didn't get destroyed or whatever happened. I can't remember what happened to it. Man, well, what I, if I, like I, the I, equivalent I, of the Yoda creatures and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I love kind of sort of everywhere. I love how 
big and extensive the ratchet and clank you know what's really funny fun actually, and cutesy is, is, like adventure yeah. game for children is as it, we talk about this i'm kind of sitting here like you know what i wouldn't fucking mind playing the ratchet and clank games i might download that first one the, the, the remake one the, the the problem is if i play them i want to play all of them so yeah. if there's if there's no if i can like see a check mark system where it's oh i can get this one or i can't then that like if I can get them, they've HD'd them. They've HD'd the the three the ones for console. Matt, every single Ratchet and Clank <laughs> game. I mean, you could you could do one. the PSP ones if you want. How do I do the PSP ones? I mean, just buy a PSP. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so then it's a no. That's there. There goes. Well, no, hang on a minute. You said you wanted to do it. You could do it. PSP is probably pretty cheap these days. You can borrow my PSP. There you go. Find a and PS. I have, and I have size PS matters. TV. I have Size Matters and Secret Agent Clank. I do not. What if what if she's the last female Lombax? She's gonna have a busy And they day. gotta they gotta restart the species. You can't do it with just one of each. It doesn't work out. You need you to put... it's, you also a, saying, it's also a I'm children's not... game. It's the last thing they're probably thinking of. It's I'm a play not a rhythm saying game they're not gonna to run into problems. But you gotta save the species. <laughs> you can work out the kinks later, all right? Whoa, wait, now we're talking about their kinks? I thought we were talking about repopulating. The next game on the list... <laughs> uh, Destruction All-Stars. This was like a... Uh, Fortnite meets Rocket League. Meets that old PS2 game. What's it called? Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Oh, like okay. I, okay, I completely forgot this existed till I... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, the first thing I thought was, I was like, oh, there, there's the there's one of the first games I'm not going to play. I did think sure. it looked pretty fun, though. If, if it was a PS Plus game, I'd, I'd play it. To be honest, it kind of gave me Sunset Overdrive vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little like, bit. A little bit. Which is like one of those games where I watched it and I was like, yeah, I'm not playing that game. But then like people played it and I was like, oh, you know what? Sunset Overdrive is actually it looks pretty dope. People who played it love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, that's Insomniac too. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenna? Was it, did we, Kenna? Kena? Bridge Kena? Of, Bridge of Spirits? Bridge of yeah, Spirits? The, this game looks interesting. I kind of want to play this game. It looks uh, super cute. Uh, what, I can't remember this one. I can't remember. I can't. I was gonna say, Kenna Bridges Spirits. It's and the one. It's the little girl with like the dark hair, and she has a staff, and she like she's adventuring through these worlds, and there's like different abilities that she can use and stuff, and she has all these little animal spirits with her. Yeah. Oh, she has like the little flubbers or whatever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was it's flubber with oh, a face. Oh, this that game looked the, great. It has. Yeah. It's very Studio Ghibli looking. Because of the little uh, sprites. Yeah. It, it, it looks very whimsical. And it's, it's very uh, whimsical. You know what reminded me of? Is accurate. It reminded me of the... Uh, what the hell is that game called? The Ori in the Blind Forest a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next we have a Matt's favorite game. He, oh my he god. texting me about this. Goodbye, Volcano High. I, I, have, oh, a quote, I have a quote of this, actually. I sent this to you guys last night. I actually paused my stream and said something to you. Where the hell did I Where the hell did I send this? I'm going to read this out loud. I said, Goodbye, Volcano High should probably not be made, eh? What are those things? Pterodactyls? Teenage yeah. pterodactyls in a band. That's what, that's, what, that's what you wanted. No, that, that sums up my opinion of it. To, to be fair, to be fair... We can't judge games for being about angsty teens when we're no longer angsty teens. That's what I was about to say. Sure. It, is, it is certainly not for me. Yeah, I, don't be so woke, guys. <laughs> I don't know if that's right or not, but I'm just going to say it. <laughs> okay, Boomer. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know oh. what the fuck that means either. You don't know what that means. I oh my I, god. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna miss something. I don't know what that means when I hear. Oh it. my god. Yeah. It means the boomers always complain, and young people are tired of explaining shit to old people, so they just say, "Okay, boomer." Okay. I guess now I know what that means. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. I yeah, have no. I have no interest. Oddworld. I have no interest in playing this game, but I really did enjoy that trailer. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm down just, to play was, this thing, man. It was really fun just watching that trailer. It was it was yeah, it was funky yeah. fresh. It was freaky. It was it was, it was freaky. Some, it was something different. And I mean like I I know absolutely nothing about like the whole like Abe's Odyssey thing. I know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And I was watching this and I was like, I mean, I can see the appeal, but like knowing nothing about it, I'm like, yeah, it's probably It seems be a out pass of time though. It feels like, you know, we're kind uh, of past that you type know of game. What? Yeah, like the games that are like the like um what are those games called like the king's quest games and like the like the point and click adventure style right games and stuff like that whole like 90s era of pc games is what is what i get from abe's odyssey and i feel like the people that enjoy that genre are like it's not the majority anymore i think i have that somewhere it might be a lot of nostalgia for those people right yeah, but is it worth justifying like a whole game to be made again for the very? Well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? I mean, if, me, if, if only I liked... Aaron played played the first ones or like one of the first ones, and like I'm actually ready to play this one. But I agree, I don't know how many people are going to grab this, and I also don't know if I'm going to grab it launch day. Like, I'm interested certainly, but probably on sale. It's not for me. Yeah, same. Not for me. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. That looked pretty crazy. Oh, what the fuck was this? I don't. I'm, I'm out on this. That, that was the looks... one that was like an L- it was just LSD trip. Like as well. Oh, was. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, w- I could trip balls over that one. Um... <laughs> I was gonna say I um I was interested with the first trailer. After this one, I'm out. I uh, I don't know. It, the like, first went... trailer was drastically different. I don't yeah. remember the first trailer. So as far as I'm concerned, this is my first look at it. Yeah, it went a completely different direction than I was expecting, and. I, I I was in and and now I'm, I was like on the fence before, but now I'm out. Uh, Marty did say that this was his favorite game from the uh, presentation. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I thought it looked interesting. Um, so now we know who does LSD in the group. Probably. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't need that game in that no, presentation. That's, that's true. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, next, so next is Jet the Far Shore. I don't remember this one. I mean, uh, yeah, J E T T. Also, it didn't look like that in, on their title card. I, I actually like, wrote this down as a game I would want to try, but I put a question mark because I I want to see more. I think. Yeah, I was on. I'm on the fence about it. I do not. Just, I'm just kind of skipping through the trailer right now. God, I should have fucking. Oh, the Earth thing, thing was crazy. Oh yeah, this thing. Okay. Because I don't know what this is. Like, are you? Are you like in a pod that are gonna go colonize another world? Or are you in a pod that comes back down to Earth after X amount of time? This mm-hmm. is something that I would have expected to see at the PC gaming show, not at <laughs> yeah. the PS5 mm-hmm. retail. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Uh next here we have Godfall. That's kind of that I've kind of seen that, that before. Yeah, that, that was, one was leaked. That that one was actually officially revealed at the 2019 uh Video game awards. Wait, isn't that game out already? Isn't Godfall? It? Yeah, I don't think so. Mm, no, it's so. not. No. Are you thinking Valorant? No, I thought there was one game that came out. And it was there. People said it was like the first next gen game. 
Um, it, it came out on PS4 or something like that. I could be completely maybe. off. Go, the mark. I don't think Go, so. Godfall was shown because uh, it was it was a first announced PS5 game. Like like, like oh. the, first, the first thing they announced was um, when they showed it at tw- late 2019 was like there's a PS5 logo at the bottom, and they came back to like, hey, Jeff Keighley's like, yeah, guess what? That's the first announcement for PS5. That is oh, confirmation okay. that the console exists. I see. I um, and but I remember watching it. I remember that trailer specifically at the video game uh, show and then seeing this new one, it, it does seem different. It feels like they've kind of evolved it and I'm now mm-hmm. less interested in it. I agree, yeah. That always tends to happen, eh? Mm-hmm. The original like, vision like changes by the time you go through all the motions of making a game. Well, I think mm-hmm. I think the thing is that when they first announced these things, they're pretty vague and so you're mm-hmm. you're... Um, imagination does a lot of the work and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, like what if it's like this? What if it's like this? And you get excited for it. And then you actually see more like detail on it, and you're like, okay, actually, never mind. Yeah, tone pieces <laughs> are, are very dangerous. Uh, I remember uh, Far Cry Five when they first had those teasers that were just like these short clips of some horrible thing happening. Um, oh, like the screaming in the woods, where it's just like the woods. Yeah, and you're sure like, oh, and then the birds fly away. That, that created such a cool tone, but the game definitely wasn't that, mm-hmm. and it's kind of disappointing. You know what's fuck, a fuck, perfect that example game, of that too? You know what is an exactly mm. perfect example of that? Dead Island. Oh, oh yeah. Dead yeah. Island <laughs> had probably one of the best trailers yeah. I have ever seen mm-hmm. for any video game. And then, well, there's that game. So yeah. yeah. Well, Z- Zambie is in it, so it's you know ten out of ten. The tone, Good the point, tone, actually. and the... I rescind my entire statement. <laughs> the tone and like the everything about the Dead Island reveal trailer. Feels like it could have. You could have easily reskinned that to be a The Last of Us trailer. Yeah, and you could yeah. have just like that, that. Like I feel like that fits into the, that basket more. So. Yeah, like, that to- uh, that trailer do, 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 told do, do, do. such a good story, but then it ended up being Sam B. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember one of the things. Well, Sam B is hilarious. Um, especially that intro, like that intro concert is is fantastic. I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget that. But um, <laughs> uh, but. The I remember you and I were playing it, Tim. <laughs> oh God, here we go. And we noticed that for some reason, I don't know whether it was our bug on our game or what the heck happened, but whenever we talked to somebody, it did like that Bethesda zoom in, and their like X and Y axis on their necks would like go loose, and so their heads were like bobbing back and forth. They were like, "What's going on? We need to work." And our head, their heads going left, right, left, right. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Like as if they're on a spring, and they did that every single time throughout our save. I don't know what happened. Oh yeah, I was like, you're <laughs> describing this, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But yeah, oh my god, that game is. Or are you gonna get attacked what? by three brutes in the town while I'm like perfectly safe? Like Tim, come on, we gotta like oh, catch this mission. Was- <laughs> That's the best. And you're like, where are you? And I was like, I'm like literally getting destroyed. And I was like, where the fuck did you go? I'm getting my ass kicked by like a crowd of zombies. Oh, man. Uh, next, we have Solar Ash. I'm skimming through the trailer right I, now. I do I, not remember this. I I liked that one, to be honest. I just wish. Oh. I um, th- Honestly, like I, I don't really have any feelings about that particular game. But mm-hmm. what it did make me think was that man, I could really go for a another entry in the Gravity Rush series. That's what it got me thinking of. Uh, was Gravity yeah. Rush. Yeah. The art style is like totally different. Um, but just the fact that it like you're you seem to be like zooming through environments and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just kind of crazy all cool. different crazy directions and stuff. Yeah. 
Like I, I got Gravity Rush vibes, and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Gravity Rush is the first one is is honestly a hidden gem. Don't do not sleep on Gravity Rush. It's a lot of fun as long as you're like you know down to clown with some. Is that first one fun without the Vita? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The PS4 version is way better. Really? It's okay. way, way, way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would fully recommend it. If you want to borrow it, I have it physically. You can borrow it if you want. It's a really good game. Um, I actually have the second one as well, which is like an even less known title than the first one. Um, I have yet to play it. I can so I only picture the, the, the cover. It's all I can picture. It's like, honestly, probably one of the best video game soundtracks I've heard in a long time. Damn. It's, it's really, really good. As far as just like atmospheric music, it's super good. Um... And it's just it's just fun to play. Like literally, the entire mechanic is that you can manipulate gravity and stuff. And she's kind of like an unassuming lead character who just kind of it's like a pretty standard story. It's like she ended up in a world that she's not familiar with, and she's just trying to figure stuff out. And then she finds out that like she has these powers, and there are other people like her that also have powers, and she's trying to figure out like what they mean in this world and what she means in this world. Um, and you just follow the story and you like unlock new abilities and stuff. And there's lots of fun little mini games to like play around the cities and stuff. It's cool. It's like a really not super unique concept, but it's a really fun concept to just like mess around with. Um, and I wouldn't, I just, I just got kind of a mix of like journey slash gravity, uh, rush vibes from that, from that trailer. Solar ash. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it kind of gives me a dead cells feel to about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Also heavily like eighties style, mm-hmm. like pixel art, um, color scheme. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, somewhat angular in its, uh, design as well. I feel that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hitman three. Oh man. That trailer. I hope to finish <laughs> the first game awesome. someday. <laughs> so good. I'm honestly, I love, I love even just like watching people play the Hitman games. So good. They said this was the end in the trilogy. Yeah, it's the end of good. Uh, end good. of Agent Forty Seven's yeah. story. Finally, it's amazing though for them to actually say like this is like a trilogy and done. Boxed yeah, up. they yeah. don't. They're yeah. not going to fucking ruin it with a four, five, and six. Because honestly, those are some of probably the most polished games I've ever played. Yeah, they're really well done. They're so well mm-hmm. done. They're so well crafted. There's so many. It's just really one of those games where you wouldn't think that it's like <laughs> yeah. one where you can go into it and just like. It's a little bit sandboxy, right? Because you can just try stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, say, like, Breath of the Wild, for example. Like, generally, if you think you can, like, achieve a goal a certain way, you can probably do it. And Hitman is also like that. Like, mm-hmm. you can try almost, a, like, just a myriad of solutions to a, to approach almost any problem you can think of. And it probably will work. Super, super well done. I had that really bad incident where I... I threw a meat cleaver into the into a crowd, and then started firing as well because some guy caught me uh, poisoning soup because I didn't know how to play and I didn't know the controls. <laughs> so all of it, like, no! like all of it, was an accident. Like the entire thing, I think even poisoning the soup was an accident. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just the way that some of the characters are like the, their reactions and shit. Uh, it's such a good series. They're, they're so good. There, uh, there's a really good there was a really good scene in the second one where this person was making tea and they were like they had like pulled out the ingredients and I was on the other side of the table they didn't know I was there and I was trying to poison the right ingredients and they're like well the, the, like it it was indicated that this person always liked tea or something and right as she does that right as like the I think it's her husband making her 
like the tea. They're like, do you want like, you know, sugar this time or whatever? And that's what I poisoned. And it's like, no, nah, I don't want sugar this time. Like, fuck. Gotta like move over slightly, poison the next ingredient and hope like that she, that she wants that mixed in with the tea. Like those games are crazy for that type of stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit randomized too. Like sometimes she'll say yes. Sometimes she'll say no. Like it's, it's super, super like replayable over and over and over and over and over. There's so much detail to find in those, uh, in those missions. Astro's Playroom. Apparently, it comes preloaded on the PS5. Is what oh, I heard. Good. Yeah, I cannot wait for people to complain about that. But they didn't, <laughs> they didn't really complain about the Playroom being installed on the PS4, and it's still on my PS4. I checked today. It's the Playroom. I think too. it's still I can't on mine too. It. I can't yeah. delete it. There's no delete button on it. <clears throat> I can't delete it. There's no button on it. <laughs> it hasn't updated in years. Uh, little Devil Inside. I don't remember this at all. I absolutely do, and I cannot wait for this game. Really? This, this game looks amazing. I am 100% on board. Yeah, this I don't game know looks, if it's so, just, looks so fucking good. I don't know oh, if it's just the art this, style that yeah. it looks like For the King, and I've been on a huge For the King kick recently, but I am so excited for this game. Apparently, oh, yeah, it was it a Kickstarter really game mm-hmm. from 2015. It was supposed to be on the Wii U. And, uh, Damn. Yeah, it, it looks awesome. This I'm is, so excited. This has a very double fine. Who is this from? Because it feels like if, if I was looking at this, I'd say, oh, this is double fine. But <laughs> we're pretty sure it's an indie studio. It's in it. Okay. Because it was. It looks a, great. Holy started yeah. on Kickstarter. Yeah. This it looks this super cool. Yeah. 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 It looks. Can, it reminds me kind of of like if Dark Souls was just kind of goofy looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, and there's that, just this huge explorable world that you can do so much in. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, NBA 2K21. Now, uh, let's just skip to the next. Well, one. Oh, hang on, man. hang on. I just want to say one thing. I don't. I don't think any of us are really big sports fans here, but the game did look really good. So, like sweat mechanics is pretty, mean, is pretty impressive. I'm gonna be honest. I went to the bathroom. Drink. I'm not sure if it's actual gameplay footage though. Like it just looked like a pre-rendered trailer to me. In-engine footage. I will say the lighting, as with a lot of <laughs> other trailers, yeah. looked really good. Yeah. And they were obviously showing that off. It looked really good. But, I mean, how different can it be from the other NBA games? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, bug Snacks scared me. Yep. I, I did not yep. like what I saw. The The last 10 seconds of that trailer was really concerning. <laughs> yeah. It's um, <laughs> a weird well, review. Yeah, like, I, 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 was, I was weirded out by it. I'm like, I don't like this. I'm gonna... Yeah. <laughs> It started when, like, it was fine seeing the little strawberry crawling around, but then when the walrus guy, like, ate it, that was... No, I was like, oh my god. No, 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 Even even before that, as soon as as that strawberry (laughs) turned up and it revealed its eyes, (laughs) I was like, oh, this this isn't right. There's something not... No, but they're making noises, too. Yeah, it's just like, I don't like this at all. This does not, this does not sit well with my brain. But there's been other, like, not inanimate objects that have been brought to life in other mediums but it was just it just it was disturbing to see another live creature eat it (laughs) yeah well i mean i was like i saw it before and like it was being kind of like goofy and silly and i was like Mm -hmm. okay it's just a kid's game like whatever it's not it's probably not for me it's i'm not the market that's fine like i'll just watch this and see how it goes and it started getting fucking weird and i was like okay maybe it's not for (laughs) kids i'm confused i just kind of got like big like adventure time vibes from it like it, it, like it is meant for kids, but it's also like super weird and goofy. And then it said from the creators of Octodad, and I was like, okay, yeah. this makes so much more sense yeah. now. Uh, next game here. This one's pretty big. Demons Souls. Never heard of it. And this is the first time I actually realized it's Demons Souls, not Demons Souls. Yep. Same Demons. here. 
So this is a remake. Uh, looked incredible. Have you seen the fucking side by side screen pic? Like screen it's caps? nuts. Oh my god, that game! Like, because I was watching it, right? And mm-hmm. so I say this as a massive, massive FromSoft fan, massive FromSoft fan. I never played Demon Souls because I never had a PS3, and I always, I always kind of saw it like from the community of those games that like you could play it, but like it just kind of had some weird mechanics that like. It's like it's it was like almost equivalent to like Dark Souls two, in that it's just not as good as the other entries. So like you're better off just playing like Dark Souls one and three. Mm-hmm. But then I watched a video today by a really popular um, Dark Souls uh, like content creator, like YouTube YouTuber and, and like Twitch streamer and stuff, and he did his like live reaction of that trailer, and then also like sort of a breakdown of like Demon Souls and like what it was back in the day and what this trailer like looks like it's going to be. And I got to say, I, I almost wish I had a PS3 so I could go back and play it because he talked about a lot of the like systems of it and like how it, it had, it had, it's like, I think the best word that people use to describe demon souls is jank. It's, it's really janky. Yeah. It's got good jank and it's got bad jank and good jank as one of the examples he uses, like the the like the cat's eye ring or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. the the little like um, buff icon that appears under your like stamina bar when you have it on is literally just a cat's face, like a photograph of a cat, which is like <laughs> super like wonky and funny in like a dark fantasy game. Mm-hmm. And then bad jank is like you're trying to do PvP, and then like the character one character uses like firestorm, which just causes random like fire gouts to spit out of the ground, and you're like not even near any of them, and you get hit by it. Like, that's bad jank. <laughs> but, like, a lot of the... So, one thing, he kept comparing it to Dark Souls in that, like, a lot of the bosses blend together and that they're all just, like, an enemy in a room and you just hit R1 until it dies. Dodge its attacks and hit R1. And I was like, yeah, I can't deny that. A lot of the bosses in Dark Souls are actually pretty boring when, like, you know how to, like, fight them and stuff. It's literally just attack until it dies. But in Demon Souls, like, every boss kind of revolved around a gimmick. And, like, I'm really, really interested to see how they address some of these gimmicks in, like, the modern, uh, like, remake of it. I really, really hope that they keep pretty true to it. Um, and I think it's actually pretty sweet because I never played Demon Souls, so I'm going to be going into it, like, pretty much blind. And I'm pretty excited about that. So, I mean, I could go on and on about it. But <laughs> I, it I, seems I like it's going to be really good. I go to Google, I type in, start typing in Demon Souls, and immediately goes, Demon Souls demon souls remake pc <laughs> question <laughs> and uh, so far there's no word on that it looks no, like it, I, might, it might be a legit playstation exclusive i'd be okay with that to be honest uh next we have death loop now we originally saw this back at e3 2019 mm-hmm. um, from bethesda and arcane studios arcane did the whatchamacallums yeah what were those like a uh, like stealth assassin dishonored games? dishonored yeah um this game looked pretty cool. Basically, I guess you're like a guy who constantly gets killed by these like assassins, and the only way for him to get out is to break the loop by like killing the people in power, I guess, who's ever keeping him in that loop. Yeah, because they always mm-hmm. kill him before he can kill all of them yeah, in like yeah. whatever time period. It looked pretty fun. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this one. And then the big announcement at the end that it's also multiplayer. Yeah, it looks like you're going to be playing 
You can be both playing of both of them, and you're going after each other. Uh, have you guys ever played uh, No More Heroes? We no, no, no. This uh, this feels very No More Heroes inspired. People love that game. I've heard nothing but praise of. Oh no, more, I I played the first one. I then I started the second one. I never finished it for some reason, but I really did enjoy the the first one. When um, what was it called? Travis Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. When that one came out, a lot of people were super excited for it, which was cool to see. But I mean, I I don't know anything about the series. Um, I think people were expecting a traditional, an actual uh, No More Heroes three, and that did not. That's not the game I think people were looking for. Mm. But, uh, Everyone I talked to seemed to like it. Mm-hmm. Hi, kitty. I heard a cat meow in the back. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> very loud. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Adrian, you're the I, resident. I think, I think resident you and I fan. had two very different uh, reactions yeah. watching this after we talked to each other about it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And you're just like, oh, that looked okay until or it looked... You said, it, I think oh, you said it looked bad. Until... I originally thought when it, when I first showed, so they kind of kept the reveal that it was Resident Evil to the end. Yeah. And at the start, I said, this kind of looks like Resident Evil. And then I thought, oh, wait, Resident the... Evil looks better than this. <laughs> and, so then, and then it turned out to be, to be Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. That scene in the, in the, the cabin with the old man was fucking scary. And I, I was kind of hoping it was a new IP. I thought you were going to like be with him and he was going to like be your companion in this. Mm-hmm. I definitely was, thought, yeah, sort of similar. I thought it was a new IP as well. Uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I would not. If you took out the Resident Evil reveal, I would have thought it was like a new Resident Evil inspired game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like upon going, like going back, like now that I know it's Resident Evil, and you watch it again, and it's like you can see the umbrella logo and shit like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this was actually super obvious. I just wasn't paying attention. I definitely uh-huh. caught the umbrella logo on like maybe the last half of it. I, I don't know whether there's more hints. I definitely didn't even catch that the logo. I think I was too. Uh, I I because a lot a lot of things caught uh, caught my eye on this. I'm like, oh, this game looks really cool. Especially there was there was one particular shot. I'm skipping through the trailer now to see if I can find it. But there's one particular shot where I think you're just surrounded by a group of probably witches or like a cult. And oh there was yes. Just like there was like bats funneling into the room, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but this looks amazing, and I was all in on this game. And then and then they revealed the the re the re tie in yeah, yeah and I'm like oh my god I am so far behind on this franchise I am <laughs> never going to play this fucking game because I am I am so far back on the games. A friend of mine is a really really big uh, Resident Evil fan and he really didn't like Seven because mm-hmm. um, it was just like very different and stuff. Yeah. And I, after seeing this, I was like, okay, this is obviously also going to be very different from the Resident Evil that people know, like Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three. Resident Evil 4 that people love, right? Um, he said he's loved it. He's so excited about it. Yeah. So it's interesting because he's really big into like Wicca and the occult and stuff like yeah. that. There's, um, I'm rewatching it now. Now I got the uh, the umbrella logo in it. Uh, there's, because so the Resident the Resident Evil games t- took a weird like if you look at the first three games, and you can you can loop uh, Code Veronica in, in there as a fourth. They're they're very uh, they're. Um, tank controls uh pre-rendered backgrounds and then for the next three games they they did um over the third person over the shooter uh over the shoulder shooter and and it made it made that genre popular like resident evil 4 is arguably one of the greatest games ever made 
And then for, and then by the time six came around, it became stale. So then they go to seven and they go to this first person and the reveal for the, for the, um, for seven was also a surprise. Like they go through the entire trailer and you don't think it's a resident evil game. And then at the end they reveal it's a resident evil game and people lost their fucking mind. So mm-hmm. thinking about that, I'm not surprised that they left that the reveal for this one was at the end of the trailer. But now, now I, now I'm thinking, Oh, they're going to do a nine. They're going to do a nine and a bunch of spinoffs in the first person uh, thing. And then it's going to become stale. And then they're going to do something different for, you know, 11, 12 and 13 or 10, 11, 12 or whatever it is. Top down RTS style, whatever it is going to be. And, and I, and I feel like every three games, they have to kind of mix up the, the, resume, formula. the formula a little bit to keep it exciting. And, you know, Credit to them; they they seem to be doing it every couple of games. So I mean, people don't seem to mind. Yeah, like there's always that like small minority and, at first. It's like, oh, it's not the game that I love. And I and and, and by the four. by time five and six came around and people, it was very actioning. People were kind of bored with that. They kind of timely brought in the Resident Evil Revelation series. So there's Revelations, Revelation two, which then go back to the horror side of things. Mm-hmm. That kind of kept that audience happy, and then they focused on seven. So. I kind of thought that this was the reason why I even caught the umbrella logo was because I actually, when it zoomed out and saw and you see the church tower, I thought it was a reimagining of Resident Evil 4 because that, I remember that village scene and I thought, oh, damn, like they're there, bringing back four in a big freaking way. There, there's there's rumors for there's still rumors that they're actually com- they want to completely remake four and re-release it. And I hope to God that's not the fucking case. Four is a, an almost perfect game. Like for them to go, like you don't need to remake something that's good. Just fucking leave it. Don't touch it. And if they try to remake four, they're just gonna fuck it up. I don't know. Two and two and three are pretty good. But the, I... the the difference is though is going back to the one, two, and three are very tank controls. The remakes of two and three are have taken just the major story beats and redone it in a new style. Mm-hmm. If they're going to redo four, they're just going to redo four in the same style. It's going to be over the shoulder third person shooter. Like they're just going to mimic the same style, but just nicer. but just fuck it up enough to where it's going to piss off the fan base. <laughs> I like, like, just enough, like like just it, like it's going to happen. Yeah, I just, don't know that they care. I think they realize that there's nothing they could possibly do to make a remake of four as popular as four is. But at the same time, they're like, think about how much fucking money we can make if we remake exactly. four. Yeah, on on so, a on a business level, on a business level, makes sense. Like, what if what if this is it. could this like I don't know much about Resident Evil, but could this be that village? Uh, possibly, if they could decide this be to... their their like kind of like we're not going to touch four, but like hey, no. we're back here. They, they, they no, because they've yeah. they've shown Chris and he's older. Okay. So it's not. Well, they like they they could go back to like the village could come back in a way like they could revisit it down the line. Like the, I mean, I guess. But the, the 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 crazy part with Resident Evil at this point is that it feels like it's a diff- million different sub franchises in its own little weird thing. Like you have zombie survival to action to almost espionage, and it feels like it's a, it's this own little weird you know cinematic universe within its own <laughs> franchise. And they've like crisscrossed, yeah. And they've like crisscrossed with each other, and they've gone into their own separate directions. So, not, I, to, not to mention the weird movies. Which one, the animated ones or no, the, the, live, the live action? Okay, ones. so so the live action ones are its own things, but there I are know. but there are the animated canonical movies as well. Yeah, yeah. So, isn't there like 
One of those movies, I mean, spoiler, one of those movies, isn't there like an AI that's lost control? Alice the AI, and it's the, it's, it is <sighs> the first of the Resident Evil live action. So Next game here, uh, Pragmata. That's, this was that the cat, the, 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 cat, the, the, the cat hologram cat, cat, and then the spaceman. This looked ident- identical to the Kojima Productions man. I honestly thought it was a Kojima Productions <laughs> yeah. game. Looks when he first like walked him. out, I thought it was him, yeah. Looks nothing like him. Oh my god, wait. These are the, this is the same game? Huh? The the a space a suit. Okay, a game space where cats guy. are now hologram. Oh, okay, I got these mixed up. Never mind. I thought these were No, okay. this is actually Resident Evil 9. They revealed yeah. both yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil. Resident Evil 9. Pragmata. To be honest, when I first saw the like spacesuit and then the little girl, I was like, is this the new BioShock game? Oh no. Cuz it just looks like a big daddy yeah, and a exactly. little sister. It, it looked like a mix between a big daddy and the dead and the dead space um uh exosuit, like the the mining suit. I, I don't bit. really get that from it. I I, I was I, I I got like the big daddy feel, but looking at the suit, I'm like, oh, kind of looks like uh, Isaac's kind of uh, his mining suit. Yeah, his mining <laughs> suit a little bit, just the way he's kind of like lumbering around in it. Hmm. And finally, they closed off the show with uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. I never played the first game, but I don't know how I feel about this title. When it comes to games, I never really give a shit about the title. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the game at all. No, but it's nice having a good title. Yeah, except for Returnal. Yeah. <laughs> except for Returnal. But again, like I said, it can be a good, um, it can be a good uh, concept. Who gives a shit what the name is? So they definitely took this game and like pretty much amped it up everywhere. It looked like um, you head west and you can see a bunch of new different like. Robot dinosaur creatures. Man, that fucking tortoise. Turtle. Yeah, the turtle like coming oh, up yeah. in the water. That thing was crazy. That thing mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah. And she's still fighting them with a bow and arrow somehow. I got uh, major Monster Hunter 3 vibes. I don't know if you got that, Tim, because Monster Hunter 3 added or try added the water combat. Underwater combat. And the very first thing I thought was when I, because even when I played Zero Dawn back in the day, I was like, this is kind of like a free roaming Monster Hunter. And sure enough, adding the water combat just brought me back to that again. It's funny because the only thing that I saw about the water combat was people on Twitter being like, I haven't, I, this game is however far out and I already hate the water combat. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't think there's ever been a game that handled water combat. One game's going to nail it one of these times. Everyone's going to be like, whoa. I, I, I didn't mind. Like, I knew that everybody hated the water combat going into Monster Hunter. And I was like, so I kind of went in like, oh, this, I guess this isn't good. But then when I went back to it, I was like, you know what? This isn't actually bad. I think everyone just likes to hate it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And then when I fucking, like, used the lance, which is basically just stay in one spot and let the monster come to you and attack it that way as water combat, that's borderline broken in Monster Hunter. Oh like, it's, it's so easy using the lance in water combat, so... So this uh this game is probably gonna be pretty massive. Um, I'm excited for it. How can you not it, be? It did, it did kind of look different to the first one though. It, it had like more of like a natural look to all the creatures and stuff compared to the first one, which was very like all the creatures were definitely robots. Mm-hmm. Here they seemed a little more. There's a bit of fusion of like a robot yeah. and this also is, uh, this is Pokemon 152 being introduced in the original one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, that's all we got. I'm just gonna toss out these last two stories. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I gotta go do laundry. 
Uh, do you want to do your query corner question? No, it's it's more Xbox focused anyway. So I'll, I'll wait for that. Uh, I'll wait for that thing to come out in the summer, and then we'll talk okay, about well, it. Okay, that's all we got. Um, thanks, Tim, for joining us. Thanks, Adriano. Thanks, Matt. Of course. Thank you, uh, Ryan. Tim's, Tim's on the Twitch. Yes, sir. Go find him there. Twitch.tv slash yeah that figures. And uh, we also are on the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash day one patch media. And we'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Later. Peace.